it's missing your family, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these seafarers will have family, you know, husbands, wives, children. Mm. And that must have been so hard not to be able to see them. Yeah. Or, you know, you may, you may not even have been able to communicate with them. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Ref4 Unplugged podcast. Today, I'm joined by Karen and Mark from MMS. And today, we're going to be talking through the mental health of seafarers. But before we get started, if you are watching on YouTube, please give us a like, subscribe, and leave any questions or comments for Karen and Mark down in the box below. Um, So welcome back to the podcast. Thank you again, as always, for having us. Thanks, Charles. You're very welcome. Pleasure to have you back on. Um, Obviously, today, we're talking about the mental health of seafarers. Now, this is absolutely huge and so relevant at the minute, especially with COVID and people being stuck at sea. First of all, explain to all our lovely viewers who might not <laughs> who might not be because it's a lot of people don't know about this. I think unless you're in that industry, it's kind of people don't realise what do you know what I mean? Like the mental health of these people who are stuck at sea because during COVID they weren't allowed off the ships for yeah. obvious reasons. I mean, it's sort of invisible, isn't it? If it you is, think yeah. about it, ninety percent of the world's trade is delivered by ships. Oh, I see. I didn't even know that. Like percent. But, Unless you live near the sea in a busy port or you've got a member of the family that's uh, a member of crew, it's just something that just happens in the background, isn't it? Yeah, it it just goes on. Unless you're in that industry, I feel like you you wouldn't really obviously know about it. Yeah. Yeah, and and these seafarers, it's like, you know, people go and work at, like, Land, Land Rover Jaguar, a little factory, and then go home after a day's work. The seafarers, their factory is the ship, but you you can't always get off. You Mm -hmm. don't clock off at five o'clock. So you're, you're living on board the ship and it's uh, it's like us going to live in a hotel, mm-hmm. but you can't leave the hotel, you know, you're, you're on board the ship. and it's, Yeah, it's like a floating little wild, isn't it? It is, <laughs> yeah. And so obviously people are going to, you know, employees are going to look after the staff and make sure that they're all, mm-hmm. the, the, the well-being's yeah, <laughs> taken yeah, care yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah looked yeah, after. yeah. I was trying to look at figures to see how many seafarers there are in the world and kept on coming up with lots of different figures <laughs> from different organisations. Making it up. But I think it's something between 1.5 million and 1.9 million seafarers. Oh my God. That's absolutely yeah. huge, isn't it? And again, the same. I couldn't find an, a figure for how many vessels there are, merchant vessels, but it was something between 50,000 and 74,000 was the figures I was coming up with. So, yeah, there's a lot of people out there on, on the sea yeah. at any one time, isn't there? And, and some people are out there for months and months and months, which is a normal contract for them. Mm-hmm. But because of COVID, some people just couldn't get off then when they were due to leave their contract. Oh. The next port they arrived at wouldn't let them leave because COVID. Actually awful when you think about it, isn't it? Like it was bad enough for us all being stuck at home with our families yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that was enough to drive you crazy. <laughs> but never mind being stuck on a ship. Like they might have even been confined to their cabins as well because yeah. if there was yeah. an outbreak or if there is an outbreak of anything on cruise ships, isn't it quite tight? Like everyone has to sort of go to their cabins. Like you would actually be going physically insane because yeah. they're probably the size of like I assume I don't know this studio maybe half this studio which isn't that big for anyone <laughs> who's watching um so yeah it must have been so hard like I actually can't even imagine it no yeah that's it it's you know if you're on a cruise ship mm-hmm. I mean as you say if you can find your cabin it's totally different but if you're not confined to your cabin but you're still on board mm-hmm. then yeah you want to make sure that you know, you've got the amenities to, you know, look after yourself. Yeah. It's, and as you say, 
it's missing your family, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these seafarers will have family, you know, husbands, wives, children. Mm. And that must have been so hard not to be able to see them. Yeah. Or, you know, you may you may not even been able to communicate with them. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know? it is like full on isolation, really, isn't it? Yeah. For however long. And plus, plus, because there's no light at the end of the tunnel, you don't actually know, yeah. are we going to get off type of thing. It must have just been the hardest thing. Yeah. Even like just, you know, without COVID, I think just working on a ship, because they don't, on a lot of like contracts, you don't have a day off, do you? Like I know a few people that work in that industry and you'll go on and you'll just work for, I don't know, six months straight or something. Even thinking about that, I think <clears> that must be so hard because like... Like, should they be having a day off, that one day could really recuperate that person. Yeah, I mean, there are sorts of maritime laws out there. Right. Where it's supposed to restrict the number of hours that somebody does. There's a cap on how many hours you can do on each day, how many days a week you do work. But I suppose sometimes these things are Mm. extended for whatever reason on board and people don't always follow the rules and they end up working more hours than they should do, which is which is really poor for the mental health, isn't it? And physical yeah. health. Yeah. And and before COVID, people could have shore leave. Um yeah. you you'd even if your contract wasn't finished, when you arrived at a port, you'd be allowed to go ashore for a few hours. Mm-hmm. Um and that's just a really good way of dealing with your mental health, isn't it? A break, yeah. a physical break from 100%. your place of work. Yeah. yeah, like taking yourself out of that place and just focusing your brain on something else yeah. i think that is like a huge important part of it um with cargo and cruise ships as well obviously depending on what vessel you're on is there access do you think to things like gyms are or are they just simply on the ship working it depends on the i think it depends on the size of the vessel mm. and what space they've got to look after you know to put these things on board i mean i've been onto some ships just delivering products and you'll go into like a chief engineer's you know, cabin. Mm-hmm. It'd be a drum kit, some guitars. Oh, you know, nice. <laughs> then you go into all the seafarers' cabins. It's literally just a bed and a TV. Oh my you know, God. and a toilet, and it's so. It, you know, but there, might, but there might be a room with a, a small gym in there, treadmill, yeah. row machine, that type of thing. Um, but yeah, it, it just I think it just varies on the on the type of vessel that they're on. I mean, yeah. if these if this equipment isn't on there, then it's up to the the ship owners and the employees to try and think of other ways that they can help their mm-hmm. crew you know with their mental health and keep fit and yeah because yeah, we all know how good <clears throat> exercise is to oh help. so good for, like, for your mental health as yeah, well yeah doesn't it release like serotonin so yeah, physically is, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and, and that really helped me during uh, the pandemic just being able to mm. exercise or go out for your an hour a day a lot of yeah, time you walk <laughs> <laughs> i took, took the mick on that sorry boss. If, you, if you're watching i needed my walk <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, being confined to quarters or confined to your cabin must have been really, really difficult and not being able to see family and yeah. missing out on key events. You might have been looking forward to celebrating sort of special moments with your mm. family and you just couldn't get home. Yeah. Uh, just internationally, all the countries closed the borders, didn't they? And you just couldn't get off the ship. Um, I think it's really unfair though because these I was watching a lot of things on this, you know, prior to this podcast and people were saying... Um, that they just feel trapped they're not actually infected but they're just almost being treated like prisoners because yeah. they're just not allowed to do anything like I feel really sorry for them in that time because yeah. they're not even infected you know they're not harmed to someone else like why couldn't we have just flown them home I don't know there's probably loads of rules as to yeah, why yeah I suppose it was quarantining and we didn't have the testing that we've got now and things like that I mean, yeah. right at the beginning 
Nobody really... No, to be fair, no one yeah. knew, did no. they? So it was all panic stations, wasn't it? And just trying to... Because you wanted to keep the ships operating mm. because basically we couldn't survive without them because, we I mean, you need this international trade for food and lots of other equipment. It has to keep going. Yeah. The just world's economy. economy's going, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And probably some of the COVID drugs came over on, on both of them yeah. now. Yeah, you know, very true. You yeah. know. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's been really difficult for seafarers and... Even before COVID, mm. um, just being away at sea, um, especially, I suppose, on some ships where you're a small crew and maybe there's only sort of 12 to 20 people on board. Mm-hmm. What are interpersonal relationships like? Do you get on with the other members of the crew? Yeah, like what if you actually don't like anyone? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're even worse <laughs> off, aren't you? Yeah. But um, then what can be done to help that? Like, Well, I suppose at home... Um, what are the things that help you at home relax? When you get home from uh, a day's work, what are the things you like to enjoy? So it's trying to replicate them on board, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Obviously, some physical things can't happen, but, um, but it's hobbies sure got, yeah, and things, isn't it? You've got good internet access. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think internet's the biggest thing, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so yeah. you can stay connected. Yeah. Stay connected, you know. Friends, family. Yeah, you know, FaceTime and different things yeah. like that. There must be some parts of the sea, though, where I'm guessing is there just no signal that gets to some areas? I think, techn- I don't know, but I think technology, satellites and that do help with things like that. Yeah. I'm not 100% yeah, sure. Yeah, there might be some blank spots, but I'm pretty pretty sure, pretty sure it's covered. It's covered, yeah. Like to, I hope so for everyone's <laughs> sake is at sea going insane. <laughs> but, yeah. but is it expensive? And yeah. are the crew allowed to use the internet in certain mm-hmm. areas of the sea? I don't know. Or is it free broadband? Well, not broadband, but free internet for everybody? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, these are the things that um, could be really awkward, couldn't it, on board? If you're not, you can't contact people at home because if you can't Skype someone or whatever, it yeah. must be really upsetting. Yeah, because yeah, you'd feel more disconnected because you yeah. you just would not have a clue what's going on. Yeah, outside on the outside world. Would yeah, you? that's it. I mean, you can, you know, I say keep them fit. So gyms, treadmills, if you like, as kind of stuff to work, playing your guitar, Excuse getting a guitar. Yeah. Um, DVDs, watching DVDs, mm. making sure that each cabin's got its own TV where you can get on the internet or watch a DVD or something like that. It's it's doing all these these different things that we probably take for granted. We go yeah. from work, we sit on our phone for 20 minutes, half an hour, put a movie <laughs> carried on. carried away. Yeah. Even things like nice food, yeah. you know. It's oh, really important. Yeah. It's really important. Yeah. If, the, if You know, you don't want the seafarers having the same food day in, day out. And if they're stuck yeah. on board for whatever reason, like COVID or, I don't know, it, it's all part of it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You've got to have... You know, nice cuisine on board and chefs that can vary the diets and cater for the different diets. And yeah. That's all part of the mental mix, isn't it? 100%. Yeah. Like, my brother and dad have worked at sea and they, they've both had, like, Indian chefs and they'll happily eat curry, apparently, <laughs> for breakfast, dinner and lunch. So they used to say, like, you know, on Christmas Day you're getting a curry. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just how it works. But, yeah. like you said, I feel like that is a really important factor. It's home comforts, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You know, you want to... And even it would be boring. I mean, maybe every ship doesn't do curry, breakfast, dinner and lunch, but whatever. Um, but it's things like that, like switching it up. Like you, it make you miss home even more, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah definitely. And not having those little things. And just what's your cabin like? Is it comfortable? Is it quiet? Are you sleeping okay? Because lack of sleep's oh, a big thing. huge. Is your mattress comfy? Yeah. Just, just things like yeah, that. Yeah, do you have to sit and watch telly in your bed or you've got a little yeah, sit-off like, area? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, you know getting news feeds, did you get papers and different things, mm-hmm. you know, it's books, 
you know, if you're into reading. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all these it's, little things. It's are all these huge. little things, yeah, which yeah. don't sound much, but they're massive. Absolutely huge. Like, do you think that shipping companies should have like a rule or a guidebook as to right? We have to include like a little gym on board for the staff. We need to include, I don't know, a film area. Like, do you think it should be, or like they have to have these things to run as a ship? Because otherwise, it's not really fair to the crew. Like, you come in on our ship for six months and we've got nothing for you to do. Like, I think they should be things that they have to implement for the staff's mental health. Do yeah. they do this? Do you think? I think or... a good crew and company would do that. A good <clears throat> HR department. Mm-hmm. They'd make sure people. You, you need to look after you employees' mental health, otherwise they're mm-hmm. not going to do the job properly, are they? There's, yeah. there's going to be risks of safety um, if mm-hmm. somebody's not happy or not sleeping well or just generally depressed. It's all just going to have a knock-on effect, isn't it? Yeah. The, the crew aren't going to work together well um, and it can be dangerous. Yeah, definitely. So, so yeah, I, th- I think a lot of good good companies will have a lot of this in place already. Um, yeah. But I'm sure there can always be improvements. Um, and as Mark said, it's just what facilities you can fit on board as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose lots of good shipping companies, are, even if they can't accommodate a gym or something like that, I'm sure they're striving to do the best in other ways and getting mm-hmm. feedback from the seafarers as to what they want or what they think would be most beneficial to them, I think. Yeah, it's, absolutely. I think it's getting everybody to bond as well, or together on board. Yeah, do, doing, like, doing group working. things, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, like, little teamworking, bonding yeah. skills. Quizzes, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, that'd be really yeah. a good little Wednesday night quiz or something. <laughs> I mean, sometimes cultures can be so different, can't they? Um, a lot of seafarer populations made up of sort of, is it like East European, Russian? Yeah, it's very true, yeah. Uh, Filipino, uh, Chinese. Mm-hmm. So you've got all these different cultures. How do people get on on board? Yeah, like uh, to, does everyone stick to their own groups or is it just one big family? Like yeah. how does it sort of work? Because yeah. they're all from different backgrounds, like you said. It's, I don't know, it's different, isn't it? Mingling with, because yeah. they've got different cultures or whatever. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you can have a language barrier um, as well as culturally, so yeah. It's... Yeah, different people might, might be religious and want certain rituals that they practice yeah, really each, true, each yeah. day and they hope that the the ship owners can accommodate that. You know, it's... There's so many factors, So many factors, yeah. yeah. And like, we work in offices, mm-hmm. you know, all over the place, you know, we know what office environments are like, not yeah. everybody does get on. Yeah. You know, the sales guys are paying the... But then at least you can go home at the end of the day. Yeah, and about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas you just can't do that on board a ship, can you? Like, you're living and breathing your job, essentially, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. So. And sometimes it's nice to have that isolation where you can go back to your cabin, retreat, mm. do what you want, but you just don't want that to happen too often, do you? Yeah. You want to be able to isolate for the right reasons that... Yeah. Yeah. I've had enough of them. Yeah. <laughs> I've gone for a movie on or something, but... But no, I, th- I do think a lot of shipping companies are striving to make it a better environment for them all. Yeah, I think that is such it's such an important thing, isn't it? I found um, a statistic actually. Um, so Yale carried out a survey in two thousand nineteen, which showed seventeen percent of seafarers had anxiety, um, and twenty percent had suicidal intentions. Um, and the younger people were found to be more likely to develop mental health problems who were seafarers. So I just and, and that's continuing to rise as well. So I think. It's little things like that. If if these could be implemented, or they might even be implemented, like it's these could hopefully help to drop the numbers because it's being able to switch off. I think, isn't it? And, yeah. But being surrounded by work and like constantly stuck on a ship, you'd probably feel a bit like you can't breathe. If if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, you, you 
you know, giving someone a load of books or some gym equipment or you know guitars or really nice food, that is really important. But mm. you also want your employees to engage with you, don't you? Sit down with you on a one-to-one and see yeah. how actually how are things going, Charlotte? How, 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 yeah. how have the last three months on board been? What you're happy about? What you're unhappy about? You know, how much time have you spent with your family? Mm. How much time are you spending on your own? Do you get on with the other guys? And you, you'd like to think that because that's what would happen in an office environment. Mm. You'd have an appraisal. You hope that these seafarers get the same sort of treatment. Yeah, so they get, they can voice something. Yeah. yeah, I'm really unhappy. Mm. I'm missing my family. I'm not having. I'm not getting enough of this. Or mm. I'm not getting on with the crew. Rest of the crew, they're alienating me. You know, mm-hmm. I feel lost, alone. You just hope that there's some sort of engagement, don't you? Yeah, it's either a sort of HR department on shore, or there's somebody within the officers or uh, other seafarers on board that mm. are looking after this role that yeah. are sort of chatting to people and checking checking in on them checking in on the mental health um and just supporting yeah. people and recognizing when someone needs support yeah like noticing the signs because yeah. maybe people might not want to be vocal about it or yeah. might have too much pride <clears throat> you know i think that's a common thing in men in particular like sometimes they feel as though they have too much pride to be yeah. like oh I'm, I'm struggling kind of thing so yeah. I think that's a good point, like noticing the signs as yeah. well. One of the things I um, looked up was um, there's a, an organisation called the Sailor Society. Okay. And they've actually got an app which you can download. It's called Wellness at Sea. Is that what it's called? I think so. <laughs> I'll pop <laughs> it down below. <laughs> um, so it's an app and you can sort of check in um, and record notes about how you feel. Um, and there's an online e-learning course that you can do that sort of looks at you as a person holistically, mm-hmm. um, looks at your emotions, uh, your physical uh, attributes, how you feel on a day-to-day basis. So that sort of helps you sort of with your own anxieties mm-hmm. and try and support yourself and recognise when perhaps you need to ask for help from other people. And yeah. just generally, as usual, it's the same for everyone, isn't it? It's like looking after what, what you eat, mm-hmm. uh, what exercise you're doing, what you're doing to, to sort of make yourself less anxious well, yeah and being conscious about everything so that yeah. you are aware actually because i think it, sometimes you are subconscious to it all and don't realize actually i'm not getting enough exercise and that's why i feel a bit crap at the minute or whatever yeah. Yeah. so yeah. i think it's making you aware of all those things yeah that sounds am, like I, good am i drinking too much am i yeah. smoking too much that type of thing isn't it so yeah so that was a, that was a good app which we can put a link to um, yeah absolutely i'll pop all of that below have you got any other charities uh well it's the same out? organization they do a, a helpline as well a confidential helpline okay. and then there was a, an organization called seafarer help again they do a 24 7 helpline where people where seafarers can just reach out and, and chat to someone so i suppose oh. it's a bit like samaritans but yeah um these people will be trained on the other end of the phone line to support seafarers mm. in particular with their own sort of individual needs. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that was quite good finding out about yeah. that. Um, but yeah, a lot of it's down to the ship owners and the ship managers to look after the staff, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Um, and I think they're held accountable at the end of the day if they're not doing that. So, And hopefully after COVID, I think that's highlighted the fact that it is actually really hard. Because like I said at the start of this podcast... Some people, like, if you don't work at sea, you just wouldn't know people have these issues. Like, you're just kind of blind to it. So I think hopefully after the pandemic, if anything, it's become a bit more known about this and, you know, about these charities. Like, yeah. hopefully, you know, helplines and things like that are a bit more 
I don't know, accessible or whatever since the pandemic. Hopefully it's come on a bit more since then. Yeah, I mean, all these guys are key workers, aren't they? We were clapping for all the key workers. Yeah, what about the ship Yeah, We should have been there clapping for them, shouldn't we? Like, they kept the world moving. So true. Yeah, yeah, that's another point. Like, we just totally forget. We just forget about them. They're just not recognised because they're out there on the big oceans and we just don't realise. Yeah, 100%. So I'm glad we've done this podcast. (laughs) A bit of awareness for anyone that doesn't already know about um shipfarer's mental health now you do and there's a lot of links that i will attach below so you can find out more information um or charities or helplines like karen's just pointed out there so thanks for that karen (laughs) (laughs) um thanks for coming on today and joining me i couldn't have invited any more perfect (laughs) guests for this topic thank you you're so welcome um and if you've enjoyed this podcast please give us a like subscribe and leave any questions or comments down in the box below or Maybe you've got a question or comment for um, Karen and Mark. Pop that below as well. It doesn't have to be related to this, but there you go. Um, But for now, we'll catch you in our next podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.